0: All right. Thank you, everybody. Welcome to the Freedom From Series podcast. I'm your host, Armando Fierro, here with my co-finder, co-instructor, co-buddy, Dana Doan. We're going to (laughs) do an interesting podcast today. It's going to be centered around the holiday stress... Theme, blah, blah, blah. We both had an uh, interesting few weeks. Uh, we both went to Texas for two totally different reasons. Um, I've been helping a, a medical charity foundation uh, with doing some marketing work and some web work, and they invited me to participate in an event that they had down there. And uh, so I had to fly, and I haven't flown, and God, Five ten years or so, and went really. Been, yeah, I think it's been that long. I can't wow, remember. I can't remember the last time that I flew. And um, so it, I had some stressful stuff there that I processed with using the emotional first aid uh, techniques that we show in the course, and it was very effective and to help me a whole bunch. We'll be going in with that, and then Dana had some uh, um, sad. Family stuff that uh, she went through, and she had to go to Texas with family and stuff like that. And uh, so, what we're going to do is we're going to ex- uh, describe some of our experiences, and hopefully, that uh, you'll see a tie in your own life and see how this can be useful for you. So, uh, it was a tough couple of weeks, huh, Dana?
1: Uh, yes, it started out pretty pretty good. I had to go to a, a wedding in New Orleans, and uh, that was pretty fun. Yeah. Um, but I got to uh, see some family that I hadn't seen, some in 20 years, and then some of my family that um, I probably hadn't seen in, I don't know, probably five or six years. But when I uh, moved to North Carolina, it wasn't the best situation. It wasn't like it was Horrible or anything. It was just I think that my family was upset that we moved so far away, and um, we're all kind of real close knit family for the most part. And uh, I so I had some some processing to do with my family, and and uh, and then after we got through the fun stuff, then um, my brother in law did pass away, and so we had to go to Texas and and uh, take care of the family. And, and uh, you know, see more family and uh, deal with those de- death and process of, of different things. So it's been a kind of a tough month, but um, lots of family, lots of situations, but I, uh, it, it turned out all good. I, it was a good experience, even though some of it was sad. So,
0: you know, it was cool. good. The cool thing for me is that when you have something to do, when you have a process to do, when you're in stressful situations, it just makes it flow a lot easier and you you get a different perspective. Whereas when you don't have anything to do, then you deal with it in whatever way that you've dealt with it for years. And sometimes that's been sitting there stewing in anger for hours, sometimes days and carrying it. But when you have something to process and you eliminate that right away, you just like, okay, let's go this way and let's do that. You know, and so, um, so I think I think what I'll do is I'll I'll start with what happened with me. Um for those of you watching on the YouTube channel, I'm a uh a husky guy. <laughs> I have to b- buy from the big and tall store, mostly the big <laughs> <laughs> and United is just the worst airline for big guys like me. Because not only is it hard for me to walk down the aisles, I got to go one butt cheek at a time down the aisle. <laughs> but it's just it's just not really customer friendly for fat people. Whereas Southwest, they literally give you a free seat. and And you've got the next seat next to you free. And they give you that seat for free. And they make sure that you're comfortable. And it's very... Uh, fat people friendly, and I did not have that um, experience with United. And so, the interesting thing about me is that I'm really a nice, easy going guy until you trigger me, until you get me angry, and then I'm pretty mean and strict. And then the veteran comes out in me, and then that brings out the PTSD stuff, and blah blah blah. So, I can get into that, but I've processed a lot of the rage stuff, so I'm able to very quickly. Uh, feel when i'm getting into the anger stuff and so uh my my trip to texas on united uh, started with uh, uh i walk on on the plane and <laughs> i'm seated in the middle seat <laughs> i told my friend whoever bought these tickets from the foundation fire them
1: <laughs> we always i don't I, I either get an aisle seat or the window seat. The yeah. the middle seat is not fun. It's just not. It's in, yep. it's
0: uncomfortable no matter what. Yeah, yeah. And that's and you're slender. Imagine a big fat guy <laughs> and you're intruding on both people on the side of you. Both people are looking at you like, You didn't pay for half my seat, you know. <laughs> and so it was so it was rough. So I'm sitting there squished. I'm trying to make myself as small as possible holding them in my fat as much as I can <laughs> so I don't touch the other people. And then the stewardess comes by and I ask her, hey, I'll need a I'll need an extension. she's like, okay. I'll just remind me. Okay. So she goes through her thing. They they do an announcements. Uh hello, can I have an extension? Okay, okay, hold on. All right. All right. So we're getting ready, we're taxing, and I'm like, hey, I need an extension, you know? Oh, okay. Uh, everybody can you please take a look at the chairs around you uh, look we're looking for a seatbelt extension a passenger needs a seatbelt extender there might be around the uh, t- I'm like motherfucker okay oh, oh, I'm fine I'm okay da, da, da. so okay so I actually even start tapping I'm okay. I'm not pissed off. It's embarrassing, but uh, okay, too bad. I'm the one that ate all the apple pies all those years. <laughs> and then so uh, so finally somebody says, here, here it is. Okay, so she goes and gets it, and she brings it all the way. Here you go, sir. All right. So I put it on. <laughs> so that was the crappy flight there. And then, then my next flight, um, it starts with, Okay, we have some weight balance issues. So it, anybody from row four back, can you move to the back? Would you volunteer? And then guess who's on row four? I look up row four. Okay. So I raise my hand. Hi, I'll, I'll go back. Okay, thank you, sir. So they move me back. All the, all, I'm going back. And then guess what? There's an open row on the emergency uh, door exit and it's a bigger, fatter chair. Hey, all right, all right, cool, I'm gonna sit here. And then she goes, "Uh, excuse me, sir, that's an upgrade
1: chair. And this is in the middle of the plane, right? That's where the exit chairs
0: are? Yeah, yeah. And she's like, that's an upgrade chair. And I look at her and I'm thinking, what is she saying? Is she saying that I can't afford to pay for the upgrade? or I'm too fat to sit in the chair. What the fuck is she saying? And so this anger comes up, and I'm like, okay. At first I was going to say, fuck it, buy both chairs. i like to upgrade both chairs, you know? <laughs> let, me, let me buy that chair and pay for the upgrade for that chair and then upgrade the chair that I'm going to, you know? <laughs> so I was like, okay, no, I'm projecting. So I, I relaxed, and I said, okay, thank you very much. So then I go to the back <laughs> and sit there, and uh, and so I sit down. And uh, well, I, I there's somebody sitting in the aisle, and I have to go to the to the side. To so there's there's an open chair in the middle, and I go to the window. And I was like, uh, excuse me, can I sit here? And I'm like, come on, everybody's watching. Can I scoot in? Obviously, I'm going to come in and sit here. Oh, okay. So she gets up, and I sit in the middle. And then she goes straight up to the front, talks to the stewardess. Then she comes back and smiles at me, grabs her stuff, and goes up to the front.
1: You know, I think I would have just slapped her, but that yeah. that was just instant.
0: Yeah, you know, but, you know, so I can understand where I, – I did say, um, excuse me, sweetie. <laughs> That's a little sexist, so – so maybe maybe she maybe she was offended by the by the sweetie sexist remark or something. Um, but so so right away, I'm already self conscious. You know, I'm already having to squeeze down the aisles. I'm already being called out. Hey, we need a you know a extra seatbelt extension for the guys. They're already telling me, no, you can't sit there. That's an upgrade chair. Sure. And I'm like, okay. And then this person just looks at me like, I want to get the hell out of here. And so (laughs) I'm going through that and I get angry. But as soon as I get angry, since I've done acknowledging the shadow so much, as soon as it hits, it's just like a trigger to to process. And so when I processed that, I was able to easily, cleanly, and let it go. And so the rest of the flight, I didn't care about it nothing happened and then when we finished on the way out i told the waiter, the stewardess thank you and told the pilots hey thanks guys and just walked out and i went on about my day and it wasn't till later that i started processing it that was pretty fucking crappy you know so I could have carried the anger and said I'm never going to, to United. Instead, I'm saying that was pretty crappy. I'm never going to United again because it's just not comfortable for me. But it wasn't something that I was carrying on. So, so it was it was it was interesting to see. Um, and then also, there's another thing too. Uh, with PTSD, you get paranoia. There's a bright light coming from Sir. Okay. (laughs) I just noticed the light. Yeah. It's like, is there an angel there or something? (laughs) Yes. That would be me. Yeah. There you go. (laughs) And, uh, um, uh, just like, yeah, you're right. It's an angel. Oh, (laughs) what the hell was I saying? (laughs) Um, Oh, oh, paranoia. So, <laughs> so with this paranoia, uh, it 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 can build up, especially when you when you ha- develop PTSD the way I did. Um, I had some issues in in childhood that uh, added it and then went to war and lots of death there. And then I was stupid and went on to be a a paramedic. So got even more blood and all that kind of stuff uh, added to it. So through the years, I was always just this raging asshole uh, all the time and was getting angry and didn't know what was happening. And then I had something happen with a company that I I developed, I, I grew a company and we made $250,000 in three months. And then one of the partners stole everything. And so that one just is the thing that really shook me. And because I had a lot of friends and family that invested with that company. And so now, uh, it's like, I'm the, the cause of I'm the one that brought them in and made them lose their money. And so, and so that started up uh, with, um, Really bad uh, reflux. The reflux was mimicking heart attacks, and so I felt like I was dying literally every day. And have reflux attack. Oh my God, I'm gonna die! I'm I have a heart attack. So i go into the ER, telling them, Hey, uh, got chest pains. I feel like I'm having a heart attack. Oh, you're having a heart attack. Have a seat. And I was like. Damn it, I was a paramedic in the Navy. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Big, fat, former paramedic who's saying he's having a heart attack. So, you know, it's like code four. This guy's dying, you know. (laughs) And so they give me the EKGs and check everything. And they're like, there's nothing wrong with you. Uh, You need to leave because we need your bed now. And so I leave the hospital feeling like I'm dying still. And I was like, what the hell? And so it got to the point where every little physical sensation would trigger a panic attack and so when you're on a plane and you're descending and you're going up and down the atmospheres and it's changing it triggers panic attacks and that's what happened during the flight as well luckily i know about the feldenkrais method and so i started having a panic attack mid-flight so i immediately centered myself went left and right and back and then there you go that feels good okay i'm not dying i'm not having a heart attack it was just a panic attack and now it's gone since i did fell on christ and once i'm there in the neutral place and i feel good then i start pushing my thoughts into good things ah, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna go shoot, there's gonna be generals there, astronauts there, it's gonna be cool, I'm gonna be with one of my best friends that I haven't seen in 30 plus years, and blah, 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 and there you go. And then I'm able to move my mind into that area that's a lot more resourceful and a lot greater. So, what I did is I acknowledged the shadow when that jerk face of a (laughs) stewardess did all that stuff. I acknowledge that I look at fat people and make fun of them and that I look at fat people and I think they're disgusting and all that stuff because there's that self-reflexive, self-hatred stuff going on. And so when somebody does that to me, it makes me angry because I do the same thing. So I'm doing acknowledging the shadow there. I use temporal tap to relax me. It also helps with, I'm not going to say that one because (laughs) with when I have to pee and I have to hold it,
1: I thought we weren't going to suggest that anymore. That was no yeah, good. Remember?
0: Yeah, because my doctors. <laughs> but it still works. It worked really well, and the doctors told me, "Wow, you have an unusually large bladder," and I was like, "Oh crap, I did that to myself." So don't do that unless it's an extreme emergency. So I use Temporal Tap. I use Feldenkrais method to help with the panic attacks, and then I refocused myself. So that's that's my example of what I did this this holiday season. How did you use it at the wedding? Because I remember seeing your wedding uh, pictures on Facebook, and I loved seeing that smile, and you were just, and then you were doing the, Pointing thing. <laughs> it was so cute.
1: <laughs> um, that was um, it, that was a just the strangest experience for me. Um, I like I said, I have not. I'm the black sheep of the family, um, just because I I didn't stick around, and just because I've done things um, the other way that I was supposed to do, and suggested by family. Um, you know, growing up and and going to school and being something that. I nobody else was in the family basically um very vocal and kind of my dad used to say I had a chip on my shoulder and I probably did I resented that but um I probably did um but going to this uh wedding uh it was my cousin's and um she's quite a few years younger than I am 12 years younger than I am I guess but um she Wanted to have this destination wedding, and it was in New Orleans. And at first, when I got the uh, the invitation, I was, you know, thought, "Nah, I don't want to deal with this. I don't want to deal with my family. I know who's going to be there." Um, like I said, when when we moved to North Carolina, it it wasn't like it, we were running from family or anything. It was just that we chose to do something different. And um, then we built a life here, and we've been here for, gosh, I think six years now. And uh, we have, you know, this family members that have come to see us, and family members that haven't. But um, I have a couple of relationships with my family members that I, I just didn't get along with. I have no desire. I could care less what they they think, um, living or or you know, dying. It, it just I have no input on it, no feelings. But I knew that I had to to see these people and I knew that I had to deal with it and part of my process of going back home is that I'm not the same person now as an adult as I was as a kid and that was a a really hard concept for me to understand and I had to process. I processed for about a week before I went um, on this this destination wedding Um, because when I think of home, I I become nervous. I become very stressed, and I I just I have panic attacks. I'm just like you in the airplane, and and the way that you feel about yourself, I do the same thing. And it's just the fact of being with my family. Uh, I when I'm with my family, I become back to this nine year old horrible temper tantrum throwing little girl, and that's not who I am anymore. I I am a grown woman with an education. I you know, run many things, been part of many companies. I have my own, um, you know, happily married and have grandchild children. But when I go home, I have that, just that panic and that I don't do this. I don't, I just, I don't want them to see me for who I am or who they think that I am. I want them to see me for who I am now. And so, like I said, I, it, a week of processing. I would sit out on my back deck and have a glass of wine and just go through. I I would disassociate myself and think of all the, you know, how am I going to get off the plane? And am I going to stay with these people? And am I going to do my own thing? What am I going to do? Am I going to be a witch or am I going to, to be a part of it? So, um, the night before we, got, uh, the, night before we left, um, I sat outside and, um, I did the whole sit and I, I stood, I I do a lot of standing that helps me better than sitting. Um, I didn't really, I, I don't remember doing the temporal tap. I I probably did, but, um, most of mine was just disassociation and, um, thinking of, of, things, how they could go and seeing myself, how it really, you know, could go or would go or what I didn't want it to be. And, um, got on the plane and I purposely, they all stayed on Bourbon Street and I purposely stayed about three miles from them. And, uh, we stayed at at a hotel on the South. We stayed at the casino. I'll say that. So, uh, (laughs) um, and I purposely did that to give myself time. And, and if I had a, you know, if I got too overwhelmed, I would have a place to go. And, uh, so the plane ride was, I didn't have the experience you did, but I had the panic attacks of different, different things. But, um, Mm -hmm. when we got there, I, uh, text my cousin that was there, um, and told her we were in town. And she couldn't wait to, you know, to see us and when are we going to meet? And I waited four hours before I went to see these people. And during that time, I just, again, I, I just used to use the disassociation method. And so I finally convinced myself and my husband it's time to go and we were going to the party. And, but when I left the hotel room, I was totally neutral. I was totally, I had done all my processing that I needed to do. And I was calm. And um we walked into this venue and I walked in like I own the place. Like here I am. You know, I I live on an island and I I'm I'm this whole different person. So what do you think of me now? <laughs> and um it was, it was such a, it was fun. Um, my stepmother was there and I have big, big, big issues with, with her um, as I was growing up and we just, my, my father passed away five years ago and I didn't, I haven't talked to her really. She's tried and, and I just didn't want anything to do with her. And, um, but I knew she was going to be there and I, just kind of walked in and I, I, it was just amazing because I just walked in with no, no feelings of regret, no feelings of fear, no feelings of, of just no deep emotions, I guess. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, um, I went and we walked up to the, to the bar area and my brother was there and I talked to him and, um, you know, different parts of my family. And uh, then I would see my aunts and uncles. And as soon as I see them, they'd start crying. And I, I didn't know how to process that either. And, you know, I, I mean, they would just hug me and just, I was just, they were just crying and I'm standing there and I'm not a hugger. So I just kind of did my thing, and you know, and I was standing there and I'm like, okay, this is, Forever, this is forever. This is you know, like I hug my my immediate family, my, my beach baby, my my daughter, my son, my husband. You know, my grandkids. So, but they just kept crying, and I kept saying, well, "What? What is the deal?" And they immediately were, "You look so happy. You you look so great. What? What? I'm so excited that you're here. I, you know." And I'm just sitting there going, "People, I'm just here. I'm I'm just here." But it was, I guess, I just had this. You know, like my shoulders were relaxed. I was laughing. I was, you know, having a good time. And uh, I'm I'm talking to some family members and we're taking pictures and doing the, hey, you know, and um, there's a tap on my shoulder and I turn around and it's my stepmother. And I immediately, you know, kind of like, okay. And then I just... I was like, you got this. And we sat and, you know, talked for a little bit and she met my husband. I've been married for uh, about 10 years now and she's finally met my husband. So that should tell you something. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but you know, through that we, we had a great, great weekend and I found myself, um, going up and and talking to her, like making an effort. and. I'm not saying that I didn't panic a little bit, you know, but i I made myself do that because that's what I needed to do to to get over it for me to to become the the type of person and, you know the the type of daughter I want to have or you know the step i'm a stepmother kind of stepmother i I would like you know to be and um it, it, you know family i hate going to family holidays. This is, we, we just don't. And that was something that it was great. Um, and it's something that I'm glad I went and, you know, I, I spent a lot of time with, with my family and my husband spent time in the casino cause that's you know, <laughs> his kind of thing, which totally get that. But, um, you know, we just kind of did our own thing and I spent a lot of time and, and I talked about, um, you know, when I was asked what's, what, what is the deal with you? Why? why are you so, you know, like you're talking, you're moving, you're, you know, part of the crowd. And so I had to tell them, I had to confess, I'm like, guess what I'm a part of? And, you know, <laughs> and, uh, it, it, my aunt, uh, my aunt and I are very close and, uh, she and I kind of drifted away, but I, I told her, I was like, I'm in therapy and I, I just, this is what it is. And you probably need to do this too. <laughs> And so um it it's just very it was it was nice to to go to a family function and, and to be open and accepting and you know, it, it wasn't all just, you know, bed of roses, but there was no I, I'm glad I went. And I couldn't have done that had you not taught me how to acknowledge the shadow because that's what I did for three weeks before that and the whole time I was there and I, I just, things that I knew that I was, you know, I don't like these people. I don't, they're, ugh, I don't even want to be part of this family. Well, then I thought, well, cause you're a, <laughs> yeah, you're pretty tacky. You're a witch. And you know, the apple didn't fall far from
0: the tree, and,
1: <laughs> you know? And so once I, I acknowledged that, I was able to, to be a part of the family again. And they're all getting together for Thanksgiving and I, I'm not, I'm, I'm here, but, um, that was because of different circumstances, but, you know, it, it's, it's not that I'm afraid to go anymore. And so when I acknowledged what I was, what was truly keeping me from, from being who I was as a, you know, a child, I could let that go. Then I can become an adult and, and they can see me as an adult and I can have a family adult Relationship. I'm not that little nine year old girl anymore. And I, it was a great. I mean, you know, I, and I do it again. But I, I need some more time off. But um, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, that's you. You make a great point that sometimes you know it, it can be taxing, uh, even though you you know this process and and you can you can do it and it takes away the stuff. Even me who who developed it and have come up with really crazy, awesome, different ways of of doing it. Um, Even I got stuck in the, oh, no, and blah, blah, blah. And then that's why I put into the course the uh, emergency first aid uh, techniques because uh, in the heat of the moment, sometimes you're Mm -hmm. like, okay, how do I process this? Uh, I don't know how. And so doing the temporal tap or just doing Feldenkrais and then, you know, So I do that and I always go. "Uh."
1: He always does that before every recording. He's all like twitching and, and, you know, and then he'll say, all right, do you need to process? I'm like, no, I'm good. Let's go.
0: (laughs) I love it. I love it. And I love the way that you prepped in advance, too see, I've gotten to the point where I just, I just go into it and I start, you know, processing in the moment, but doing it in advance is the smartest way to do it because you're taking care of stuff, a lot deeper level stuff before you even get there. So as me, I, 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 reach it and then I was like, okay, let's do this. Oh, I can't do it. Okay. So let's do Feldenkrais or this temple tap. Okay. Now I'm level, now, I can process. But doing it your way in advance is the best possible way uh, because you're taking care of, of things in advance, and it makes it that much easier. And then, and then you'll you'll whatever you come up with is just tends to be smaller stuff, when, especially when you take care of the big stuff in advance. But the um, so one thing I want to do is is just go over everything that 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 I used and you used. So I used um, processing, uh, just like you do in in regular acknowledging the shadow. I saw this stewardess who was a jerk, and I was like, she's a freaking jerk. Oh, wait a minute. I've been a jerk. I acknowledge that I've been a jerk. I acknowledge this. And then I acknowledge that I make fun of fat people because I'm seeing people make fun of me. And that's what I was getting angry at. He's like, you're making fun of me because I'm fat? Oh, wait a minute. I've done it too. And so that, that released it there. Uh, I had the anxiety from needing to pee. So I did temporal tap. Don't use it unless it's an emergency.
1: <laughs> In <laughs> an then, airplane? <laughs> yeah.
0: And then I had a panic attack, which was stopped immediately. Feldenkrais method is the only thing that stopped a panic attack immediately. Not even meds have done it. Um, I've gotten to the point where I can have a panic attack and I just let it course through my body. And it takes about 30 to 40 minutes. So for 30 or 40 minutes, I feel like I'm dying. Hi, how you doing? I'm I'm dying. You're dying? Yeah, but it'll go away. <laughs> <laughs> and then I also used acknowledging the shadow, of course, throughout that process. And Dana brilliantly um, released process before. So, if you know you're going to be out with family or friends or things that are going to be stressful, go back through your history and look at what's going on. Oh, that woman is a bitch. Okay, I've been a bitch. Or I've thought of other people being bitches. I acknowledge that I called that one and I called that one. And I acknowledge that I processed, that I went through this and I acknowledge that. Okay, so that's perfect. And then she also did a. Um, a dissociation, which for me, <laughs> I do that a lot, <laughs> <that's> a lot. <laughs> cool. That's real cool. And it's funny because as a psychologist, you're like, Oh, this person is dissociating. That's horrible. If you just do it subconsciously, you have something and all of a sudden, boom, you're out and it's just an escape method that you're not doing consciously. Yes. It's horrible. It's very bad. It's the beginning of schizophrenia. But when you're doing it consciously, it's a, you're gaining a different perspective, literally gaining a different perspective. And that can be extremely po- empowering. Oops, <laughs> mark is red. <laughs> um, it can be extremely empowering because you're – specifically um, gaining a new perspective on whatever it is. So when you stand outside and look at it, in fact, that's exactly what I did when I was meeting uh, one of the person that I fan fangirl over, her name was Hilary Klug. And she's this f- performer. she plays fiddles, she dances, she sings. And, uh, and so she had a concert that was nearby and I was like, oh, I wanna go. And so I told my wife, let's go. And she's like, I don't wanna go. And I'm like, dang it. Okay, fine. Then I just did it. And what I did is I dissociated because I was so stressed. I was headed there. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. Okay. I acknowledge. Okay. I acknowledge that I'm a wimp. I acknowledge that I've made fun of people okay okay that's fine but uh, it's not working and then so I dissociated and once I dissociated then I was like oh well now I can process a little bit better and boom I had a great time I talked to her and now I'm actually doing marketing with her and we have partnered up doing um, lots of work together and it was because I was able to dis- dissociate and and overcome that that fear and so Dana using that is just a is a perfect example of, of stuff. And, um,
1: you know, sometimes for me, it's um, because we've discussed before, I'm a visual learner. And so I, if I can see it in my mind's eye, then I can, I don't like surprises. And so I try to get every scenario and maybe that's, you know, maybe I'm on my way to schizophrenia. I don't think so, but you know, not something true to laugh about, but I, I do have conversations with myself. So, um, but that, that does help because uh, like I said, especially for me, I, I'm not one for surprises. And so I like to get every scenario I can. And, you know, sometimes I don't because I truly did not expect the scenario that the outcome that we had, I I mean, I I knew it would be kind of, you know, Better than what it was, but that I never you know I, I never thought that by the end of the the wedding night we were going down bourbon Street, and you know my brother and my cousin and I were leading the the wedding parade behind the band, and my stepmother was behind us, and you know it was just like i so disassociation is is for a visual learner and you're not one of those, but that that may be one of the, you know, the keys to a visual learner. Maybe that
0: might help. That's, that's perfect because very frequently I say that me and you are just perfect partners because I process it this way, you process it that way, and you just we just cover a big range together. And it's funny because I consider myself visual, but I'm not visual compared to you and so and then so you give a perspective that's perfect, and us us put together just makes a a really good team and hopefully that's that's exactly what we want the uh adherence to acknowledging the shadow what do you call them <laughs> followers of acknowledging the shadow, the apostles of our- oh my gosh. <laughs> well let me see yeah um, subscribers too but
1: there you go followers of following the shadow might kind of yeah,
0: yeah yeah i mean the- that
1: is what it is i guess because you are following the shadow but yeah. Oh, Wow, that could take on a whole different perspective. Yeah, visual,
0: visual, visual. <laughs> now you're behind yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and so you know, and so it's an, it's important to 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 have these kind of scenarios. That that's what the the podcast was going to be for, was to say, look, this is our experience with it, and. This is how, how we did what we did, and that's how the book was developed, and that's where I developed the course from, from different methods that I used with myself, different methods that I was able to figure out with other people. Because the, the process itself is very simple. Name it, then acknowledge it. And where it changes up on different things is what are you naming and what are you acknowledging? And then once you learn how to do that, boom, it just immediately takes it away. It just It's just a spooky thing that you think something so simple can be so effective. But just like Dana has demonstrated in her life and I've demonstrated in mine and the hundreds of, of people that I've worked with on uh, acknowledging the shadow, that when you take it and you use it, it's gone. And the most important thing is to, to go back and check. You know, you process it. Okay, now that you process, go and talk to your cousins. Go and talk to your sisters and brothers and all that kind of stuff. And it's funny because um, as much as I've done it in all the different various areas and all of those stuff, I'm actually talking to both ex-wives now. You know, both ex-wives texted me. All three of my wives <laughs> texted me for my birthday. I was in Texas. Tech- good for the third. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. is good for the third one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then we all communicate, and it's fine. And it's because I was able to process a lot, a lot of the negative stuff. And um, and so, and it's funny because uh, even though I've done it all these different ways, new scenarios come up. Like when I was in Texas. I was at a skeet shooting event, and then there was world-class skeet shooters there, generals and astronauts and former Texas Rangers and, you know, actors, very famous actors there. And uh, I'm paired up in a team with one of my good friends. His name is Richard Bridges, just an amazing individual. And one of my shooting partners was this guy girl who's a model (laughs) beautiful and intimidating for a fat guy hey hi you know there I am breathing hard walking up the trail with a shotgun and there's this cute girl and then where normally I would be like intimidated but I was processing the whole time another interesting thing too what I use processing for is as I was shooting I was acknowledging um, the fun I would make of other people that wouldn't shoot as well. And so consequently, I was very good. Even though we had world-class shooters in the tournament, I didn't come last, even though that was the very first time I'd ever shot skeet and so and so that that shows the effectiveness of of it because what's happening it's it's a it's a skill where you get your aim down once you got your aim down you leave it alone you keep your eyes open and wherever you look that's where you hit and it's a matter of of releasing all that stuff and listening to what they're they're teaching you and you can correct that through processing and so that's why um when I'm working with somebody uh, and they're doing something like they're learning how to do websites, they're learning how to do marketing, they're learning how to create a product and like right before we started podcasting, I always say, is there something you want to process? Is there something that's coming up that we process? And the reason for that is you take care of that stuff in advance. So you go through it, you process it and it opens it up because Dana is not somebody who would have ever, ever podcasted. Never, never, never,
1: never in a million years would I thought I've been doing this. But
0: here I am. You're such a natural, too. And it flows so easy. And it's funny because I'm thinking, okay, we'll do 30 minutes. I'll probably talk about 28 minutes and she'll talk, too. No, Dana's got it and she's gone. Yeah, and that's wonderful. (laughs) Well, you said talk, so I'm talking. Yeah, yeah, I love it, and I was just so happy to see the results of the work that you did. Seeing those pictures and seeing you smile, for me, that was that was wonderful to see.
1: Well, that is true because I I don't um, you know I I'm always behind the camera. I and I'm I never I mean Armando was making fun of me because my pictures I'm you know doing this and pointing and but it's a clown reaction for me because i i just i'm more comfortable behind the camera versus in it and then i got thinking well if something happens to me nobody's gonna have anything for to show that i was even here except for my pictures that i took so yeah um you know that was another processing thing too so it's uh it, it, it all i can say is that with this holiday season coming up if you do have some some family issues of any kind, which there always is, um, you know, of some sort of matter. But if you just quit blaming other family members or other people that you're going to be in a group and, and actually think about why you don't want to be with your family or, or with people in general. Um, I think that might, might help if you, you process, you acknowledge the shadow of, of why you don't want to be there and, I would have never like like you said i I don't talk on podcasts, I don't talk on the phone you know if you want to talk to me, you text me, but um <laughs> that's that's just i I truly believe that if you want to to be enjoy a holiday season that you need to um acknowledge why you you wouldn't. And, and there's going to be some other issues as to why you wouldn't, but personal deep down, I hate you issues. Those can mostly be fixed, I think. I mean, yes. I, I'm pretty damaged goods for family members. So I think if I can do it, anybody can. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, one of the things I, when I was in college, uh, in grad school, I gave a lecture called the mechanics of memory. And in it, I talked about, uh, repetition facilitates the transfer from short term memory to long term memory. So you go over and over and over and over. And so, one of the things the way, that's one of the ways I teach. So I explain it, then I explain it, then I explain it, and then go back over it, and go back over it, go back over it. So now, as we're getting ready to end this podcast, I'm going to go back over everything we just did. So, I I experienced anger uh, when I looked at a stewardess and I thought that she was making fun of me because I was fat. So acknowledging the shadow is, have I made fun of people because they were fat? And yes, I have. I said, I acknowledge that I've made fun of fat people. I've acknowledged that I, I've seen fat people and thought they were disgusting. I acknowledge that I didn't want a fat person sitting next to me. You know, I want, acknowledge that Ugh, about fat people. And once I did that, I was like, uh, okay, just release that complex in me. So it allowed me to be neutral. And then I also used Feldenkrais. So Balancing back and forth, and then left and right, and then once I get there, physiologically my my body's relaxing, so my mind can relax, and then once I relax my mind, and I feel good, and then I put my mind to go a specific place. So if I'm feeling good, then I say, what good things can I think about? Okay, and then I start thinking about those things, okay? The other thing is the temporal tap. Temporal tap helps even out any body sensation, so I use temporal tap and then dana used dissociation dissociation is you're in the middle you're anxious you step outside of yourself well if you're looking at yourself feeling anxious about it your body's still going to feel anxious but you're going to watch yourself feeling anxious when you do that it puts you in a completely different state state and so just the dissociation there it's like okay all right. It was stressed out. How do I want it to go? Oh, I want to be happy. I want to be neutral. I want to just say hello. Hello. It's going to be okay. And so she's brilliant because she's watching this and she's playing this ahead of time. And so that's brilliant. And on top of that, she was also doing acknowledging the shadow on top of that. So we have um, uh, acknowledging the shadow. We have uh, Feldenkrais method. We had temporal tap, <laughs> and we also have dissociation. So those four different processes and almost any of the other first aid emotional, uh, emotional first aid and any other, the other ways to process acknowledge the are effective. But what you heard in the podcast today is those four different techniques and how we used it during the holiday season. So it was great. I hope you guys uh, will get something from that. Uh, Dana, did you have anything to add before we start it off?
1: no i i think i'm i'm through talking for the moment you should be glad
0: you did wonderfully (laughs) thank you (laughs) so anyways thank you very much for joining into the podcast make sure you subscribe to the itunes podcast at freedom from series podcast we're on itunes and i'm getting ready to submit the feed to other podcast thingy but jiggas venues 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 there we go <laughs> and then um also prepping the youtube channel we've got a uh, facebook page and a facebook private group we've got the course if you don't have the course and it came up on the podcast somehow then take a look at the course uh, just go to freedomfromseries.com you'll get the links there and that's it thanks everybody bye <laughs> bye